As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. People will not learn much about this church by driving past the campus on Capitol Drive. And here is why. Jesus said, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. It's not how a building looks. It's how a people looks. From a reading in Ephesians 2, Paul details just how this can be realized. But first, let's examine some biblical truths in the Ephesians about the church and how we are connected as a family. First, in the family of God, we are connected to one another. Paul wrote, he said, But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near through the blood of Christ. Since we belong to Christ, we also belong to each other. Paul went on to say, And in him you too are being built into a dwelling in which God lives by his Spirit. Well, being connected, it also increases our effectiveness. The housing development across from our campus on the other side of Capitol Drive was vacant a few years ago. What happened? A lot of houses were built. Bricks, lumber, cement, and drywall was delivered for construction. Each of those supplies were capable of fulfilling their potential only in the context of the completed structure. What good is a pile of lumber? Not much by itself. But when that lumber is shaped into a frame for a building, it becomes quite useful. What good is a stack of bricks? Well, not a lot. Until those bricks are laid one by one and cemented together to form a fireplace. Then they become quite useful. Well, it is the same way with us. We are capable of fulfilling our potential when we are connected with a community of believers. Individually, we're just like a a pile of rocks or a stack of sticks, but together we are God's holy temple and we can accomplish more working together than we ever could on our own. 
Being connected, it increases our effectiveness. But also, being connected, it increases our strength. I'll never forget a trip Mercedes and I had in California driving north on Highway 1 to Yosemite National Park in the Sierras. We stayed in the southern area by the Mariposa Grove, and while there I learned how the roots of trees, even trees of different species, can become linked together. By being linked together, each tree can draw from the resources of every other tree in the entire forest. And the tree furthest from the water can draw from the trees that are closest. And the trees lacking nutrients can draw from the trees with an abundance. Each tree has access to all the resources of the forest. Now, some of the sequoia trees in California, they're 2,500 years old and they can stand 300 feet tall. But the roots of the trees, they don't go as deep as some might expect because they're all intertwined. And the way these tree roots are locked together gives the trees additional stability during the high winds. And it works the same way with the local church. When you're connected to a group of people, the storms or even a pandemic is not likely to knock you down. Well, being connected also, it increases our worth. I heard that in the salvage business, you can make an impressive living buying cars and just selling the parts. You might spend $500 on a wrecked car and sell it piece by piece for $3,000 or more. The parts are worth more than the car itself. But that's not how it is with a building. No one buys a house with the intention of breaking it up and selling off the parts. That's because the completed structure is worth more than the total of its raw materials. And so it is with the church. Do you want to increase your net worth? Do you want to increase the value of the contribution you make with your life? then maximize your connection to the church. For in the family of God, we are also very unique. Do you know what I've come to expect about McDonald's? They are amazingly consistent from location to the next. A Big Mac in Milwaukee is likely to taste the same as a Big Mac, say, in Nicaragua. Two beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions, and a sesame seed bun. No matter where you are, it's made the same. And it tastes the same. That's McDonald's. What I love about the church is we're not McDonald's. We're not franchised from one place to the next. We're not made from cookie cutters or assembled on a conveyor belt. 
we're not only different from continent to continent, we're different from neighborhood to neighborhood. Now, of course, our message, it's the same. It's the message that Jesus Christ came into the world to connect us to God. But our customs and our traditions, they vary. And I like that about us. It takes all kinds of churches to reach all kinds of people. And in the family of God, we're also responsible for something. Paul writes how we are responsible for this ministry he notes as a ministry of reconciliation. He writes, For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier dividing the wall of hostility by abolishing his flesh, the law with its commandments and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new human out of two, thus making peace and in this one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. At first, this seems like a very complicated text. But the world has always been filled with racial divisions. You can't miss it on the news. But from the very beginning, Christianity has been about racial reconciliation. It was the heart of Paul's message, and it was a driving force throughout his ministry. He wanted Jews, and he wanted Gentiles to live as one. And in this passage, he uses the phrase about Christ having broken down the wall of hostility that used to separate us in a very special way. This term, wall of hostility, refers to the way the temple in Jerusalem was organized. The outer wall consisted of a series of courts that led to the inner temple. There was the court of the Gentiles, the court of the women, and the court of the Israelites. Now, the court of the priest and the holy of holies could only be entered increasingly by those who had exclusive rights. Gentiles could only enter the first court and could go no further. Jewish women could go no further than the court of the women. And unless he was a priest, a Jewish male could go no further than the court of the Israelites. It is the wall that separated the court of the Gentiles from the rest of the temple that Paul refers to here. He is saying, through Jesus. Through Jesus, we have identical access to God. One man isn't better than the other. 
We have been reconciled to God, and therefore we can be reconciled according to the gospel to one another. Now, it is still our responsibility to look past the barriers that so often separate us to acknowledge the value of every human being and to treat others with dignity and respect. In fact, that is at the heart of the membership covenant of this church, to treat each other with respect and understanding. So how does the church accomplish this? Well, first, we open the doors to everyone. If anyone from any background doesn't feel welcome here, we have failed. It's that simple. We need to make a directed effort to reach everyone in the name of Christ, everyone in our community. Second, we make a directed effort to live in reconciliation with one another within the walls of the local church. Let me ask, why should the world believe in reconciliation when it doesn't see the church reconciled. It was Jesus who said, by this, all will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. So being a member of the church gives us both an identity and a purpose according to God's word. It tells us who we are. And it also tells us what we are supposed to do in this area. It's all in the family. It's about family connections. We are connected. And from one another, we maximize our effectiveness, our strength and our worth because we are connected to one another. We recognize that we are equals. And in the recognition of this equality, we strive for reconciliation with everyone while breaking down the barriers that keep us apart. Let's do life together. Because the church is not something you go to. It is a family you belong to. Amen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.